Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 4th of December. In your squeeze today, the US stands with Australia in the China tit-for-tat. Nervousness after New South Wales ends its 26 days of no new locally acquired COVID cases. The Great Barrier Reef is given critical status. And how lucky. This is your squeeze today. The dispute between China and Australia, Claire, has gone global. Earlier this week, we saw MPs around the world encouraging people to drink Australian wine as a way to send a message to China that the world would not be intimidated by its bullying of Australia. That comes after China slapped tariffs on Australian wine producers. Now, Claire, Joe Biden's incoming national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, has tweeted in defence of Australia also, saying the US stands shoulder to shoulder with us. He said that the Australian people have made great sacrifices to protect freedom and democracy around the world and that the United States will rally fellow democracies to advance shared security, prosperity and values. It's a big sign out of the incoming administration that they really are on our page when it comes to what we're dealing with with China. Yeah, in addition to the trade dispute, there's also been, of course, that back and forth with China over that Twitter post from a Chinese government representative that includes a false image of an Australian soldier holding a knife to the throat of an Afghan child, something Australia has condemned and received the support of the US in doing so. Claire, importantly, the US are not just saying things in support of us, they're also doing them. They are yesterday, the Trump administration's naval secretary, Kenneth Braithwaite, said that the United States is going to build up their Navy's presence to Australia's north, and that would be in order to put a check on China's expanding interests in the region. It is the reforming of the United States' first fleet for the first time in more than 40 years. So, again, another sign that America is taking all of this very seriously. And to round this one out, Claire, Scott Morrison was asked yesterday by journalists what he thinks China's endgame is. And look, he gave a bit of a politician's answer saying that he didn't have control over the ultimate objectives of other nations. He just wasn't going to be drawn on a commentary about what China might be up to. But what he said he did have control over is Australia's response. And what we want is open and regular dialogue with Beijing. That, of course, has been very rare to come by uh, this year, particularly in the wake of Australia's advocacy for that inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus. Virus. He also said that the government's ultimate goal is for a happy coexistence that delivered stability to the region and prosperity for both nations. I think the words prosperity and stability do make it sound a bit like a politician's answer. <laughs> <laughs> There's nervousness in New South Wales, Claire, with a Sydney hotel quarantine worker testing positive for COVID-19. Authorities are still determining whether the new case was acquired through the quarantine system or through another source. That's right. She had been working at Darling Harbour's Novotel Hotel, uh, which is a quarantine hotel, and also at the Ibis Hotel. Uh, She took public transport to those jobs as well. So uh, what the New South Wales health officials have done is to ask thousands of public transport users who might have been on her routes at that time to get tested and to self-isolate. They've been quite specific about what those times are, so worth checking out if you've been through Central Station this week in Sydney. Gladys Berejiklian said that there's no reason to put a break, though, on the further easing of restrictions next week. 
Yeah, that was a, a pretty big deal when it was announced this week that will allow people to do things like stand up for a drink, Claire, and sing in public. Amazing. Hit the dance floor. Dance at weddings. There you go. It did stop the premiere of WA's plans somewhat, though, Claire. Yeah, it may derail the opening of Western Australia's border to New South Wales residents next week. He's put that decision under review. Back in April, truck driver Mahinda Singh killed four police officers on Melbourne's Eastern Freeway, Clare. He pled guilty yesterday and his case will now go to the Supreme Court. And what happened yesterday as well before that court is that uh, documents were tended to show the conditions Singh was under when he was driving that truck. He was severely sleep deprived. He was high on ice and he was ranting about a witch that he thought that he needed to hit on that road. And that's what's led to those deaths. His lawyer said that he was very sorry for causing those four deaths of those four police officers. Yeah, that event was the biggest loss of officers' lives in a single event in Victoria's police history. Singh will face court again on the 11th of December. The latest health check on the Great Barrier Reef, Claire, was released yesterday. It's not good. The International Union for Conservation of Nature, which is a body which advises UNESCO, has given it critical status. That's the highest status they can give. It's part of the latest health check on a range of those World Heritage sites. It's out every three years and there's really big concerns about the health of the Great Barrier Reef. That's something that we already know about. There's been quite a bit out this year about that. Also being elevated in levels of critical concern are the World Heritage listed parts of the Blue Mountains, which is west of Sydney, and also the Gondwana rainforest. There's 40 separate reserves between Newcastle and Brisbane. And what that study says is that climate change is also making an impact there. On a bit of a lighter note, for those interested in all things the Great Barrier Reef and all things marine biology for that matter, there's a big party happening at the reef this weekend. Every year around this time, coral on the Great Barrier Reef releases eggs into the water to be fertilised to create new corals. It's called a spawning event. It's the biggest of its kind in the world and it must be pretty specky as it's being broadcast live on the ABC this weekend. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. How about it, Claire? Also, over in South Africa, the National Lottery this week drew the numbers, wait for it, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and the Powerball was number 10. What are the chances? <laughs> and 20 South Africans picked those numbers and took part in that mm. um, jackpot pool. So, yeah, very uncommon but not impossible was the maths people's and the governing body's uh, assessment of that result. Mathematicians, I think they call them. <laughs> maths people, aren't they? I thought that was the technical term. There's a one in 23,000 odd chance of a consecutive sequence. It's probably not as rare as I thought it might be but there you go that kind of stuff makes my head explode and finally every year for four years now Billie Eilish has sat down with Vanity Fair and they've conducted the same interview with her and compared her answers to the year before it's out again Claire it's oddly compelling she's a very engaging girl I'm such a fan of Billie Eilish. I think her music is great, but it's really been an interesting exercise, this one, seeing her back-to-back as a 15-year-old and now an 18-year-old, and she's so thoughtful, and her answers about what happened this year, particularly to her own career, but more broadly, is really insightful. 
Yeah, it's nearly half an hour long, so settle in for that one. A link to that is in your episode notes. Billie Eilish tuned to finish, Claire. Plenty to choose from. She did take home five Grammys this year. <laughs> Bit of she a star. Did. Yeah, complete star. But no, I've gone classic 80s, Kate. You'll be really pleased. It's a Eurogliders song and the lyric is, we will together. Of course, the United States coming yeah. to say that they have our back on China issues. Shoulder to shoulder. And just before we go, Sarah Clark was the winner of the Dyson competition for sharing the squiz last week. Thank you, Sarah, for doing that and to everyone else who took part. That's all from us and we'll be back on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN vpn.com forward slash squiz today.